Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. All right, welcome to Off the Radar here on 365 Sports. A little segment on Tuesdays and Thursdays at around 445, taking a look at uh, just a grab bag of stories from around the world of sports and college football. Uh, just depending on kind of the way the wind's blowing as far as headlines and all of that. But, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit more. And I do have some college football to get to, and I do have some NFL to get to as well. Um, but I do want to just make mention one more about uh, the Texas Rangers winning the World Series last night. Did they? Yes, they I did. I don't know. Um, yeah, is uh, I found their, out this morning. You should wear some of their uh, stuff. I might, I might just do that. It's just a complete coincidence that uh, I put this on today. But, yes, first World Series championship in franchise history, especially special after uh, what took place back in uh, 2011 being uh, one out away uh from getting a a world was it one strike away as well? I've, I've kind of blocked it, was, it out. But 2011. Yeah, it was one strike away. Two um, outs, two strikes, and yeah. two men on. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've sort of blacked that out, and now it doesn't hurt as bad, honestly. But uh, I'm sure it still does for the players like David Murphy, as we mentioned a little while ago. But I bring this up because there's a couple of cool parts about this. I mean, there's you know the uh, the media guide type notes that you've seen. First team to win 13 postseason games. Uh, also, this was a really cool note because it's not just baseball-related, but the first uh, club, period, of the four major North American sports leagues to win 11 road games in a single postseason. That's so still You can't do it in the NFL, obviously, but yeah. you can in, in baseball, basketball, hockey, and they're the first ever in North American sports big four to win 11 road games in a postseason. You've got Corey Seager, MVP for the second time in his career with a second team, uh, winning it with the Dodgers back in 2020, and uh, also now winning it with the Rangers. And he joins the likes of uh, Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson, and Reggie Jackson uh, to win multiple World Series MVP trophies since they started handing it out in 1955. So Koufax, Gibson, Jackson, Seager. And it's just a list of Jackson and Seager when it comes to players having won the award for two different teams. So he is in pretty rarefied air, to say the least, uh, one Corey Seager. And what a, what a stud. I mean, just a, a no-nonsense, quiet, goes about his business, uh, non-spotlight, wanting superstar, and uh, he's pretty special. But um, those are all cool notes. You mentioned Nelson Cruz retires. Very fitting after 19 years. He was you wonder if the timing part was, of yeah. that 2011 team, very much a part of that 2011, very much a part of the outcome of that 2011 team. But also why they got to where they were, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, yeah, and so you do need to mention that. They're not there without him, so that does take away some of the sting from that one particular play there. But, um, I mean, it, it does make you wonder of, like, it's the timing. It's very strange. But it was cool to see Adrian Beltre out there, Michael Young out there. Have we seen anything from Nolan? I haven't uh, looked around okay. that much. I, I got it. That's it. I'm glad. I, I, I sent John Daniels a text to say, hey, 
I know part of this team. You built it at, at the Name end, drop. even though you went through it. Huh? Name dropping. No, okay. I, <laughs> he was a, a great friend of the I, show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I asked him, I said, if you're interested, he goes, I'm going to stay low for now and let them enjoy this. But yeah. he had a, a bit of that. And it was always that John Daniels, Nolan Ryan thing. But I haven't. I've seen Nolan Ryan's son. His, Read Ryan. There's a um, I saw it on Twitter earlier. Him and his wife did like a video okay. thanking okay, the good. team, and then good they're uh, from the Nolan Ryan Foundation and the Round Rock Express. So they good. sent okay, the video good. out. Cool okay, deal. Good. I'll have to look for that. But you know, for a long time, the Nolan curse was a very real thing. That's over and done with now. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of bad juju going to the wayside with that win last night. But in uh, grander terms, as far as like the World Series and who all's won that and what that means, with the Rangers winning, there are now five teams in all of baseball, that have not won a World Series at this point. If you want to play a little game, we can. Can you name any of these five teams Uh, or all of these five teams? Let's see if the chat room, give them the first one. Uh, Adam McDonald will get to your question in a minute. Who are one of the five teams in Major League Baseball that has never won a World Series championship? Brewers. Yes, they are. UT yes, the Park. Brewers are one of those five teams. Uh, uh, Owen, would you like to tell us what the uh, one of the other ones is? Yeah. Yes, uh, you can't. If you could hear that or not, Seattle Mariners. Uh, Owen's a Seattle fan, so there's two of the five. The Milwaukee Brewers have never won a World Series title. The Seattle Mariners, now the lone team in the AL West that has not won a World Series title. And any other guests, fellas? Uh, someone put in a, a, a not going to bring up his name. Well, well, Scotty B said the Angels, but no. remember the Rally no, Monkey? Rally Monkey. They have yeah. won it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the San Diego Fathers have not? Yeah. Yes, the Bob Padres. Said the Padres. The San too. Diego Padres have not won a World Series. The uh, Seattle Mariners have not won a World Series. The Milwaukee Brewers. And then there's two more. And, you know, this one's not that big of a deal because they're not that old. It's the Rays and the Rockies yeah. uh, who joined the league in the 90s. Um, so I don't, you know, feel as bad about uh, that one if I'm those franchises. Although, you know, you want one, obviously. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. Padres, Brewers, Rockies, Rays, Mariners. That's it. That's the list of teams that have not won a World Series. So the Rangers are able to uh, get out of that club that you don't really want to be a member of. And uh, we'll see if any of these five are able to put something together. Obviously, the the Rays have knocked on the door. Yep. You know, the Mariners have always had, Bunch. like, Good runs, but they but never, never been. Yeah, they never amount to Buner, Griffey. Yeah, all those guys. Um, so you know, we'll see with uh, with Rodriguez and if they can't string something together. But uh, there you go: Padres, Brewers, Rockies, Rays, Mariners. Now the list of teams that have not won a World Series. Yeah, um, and the Rays are zero for two. The Rockies went to one. I just wanted to bring this up. It was it was in two thousand eleven. Uh, or 2013, I'm sorry. It was in 2013, and they went in on a 17-game winning streak, and they went out on a four-game losing streak. It must have been I don't know out of who Boston. Yeah. did that to them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, the Red Sox have, uh, have definitely not been a part of that list uh, for quite some time, but especially with the drought, even the drought list, the uh, yeah. Red Sox able to jump off that. You've been able to enjoy that, and now we all get to enjoy this Rangers yeah. one, so it's, it's pretty special. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. There, there is the list. Now, I found this also cool. This is the final baseball note here. Um, but the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum, they announced the items that they plucked uh, to now put on display uh, from this Rangers World Series run. And uh, I just thought this was kind of cool and something different. So the artifacts that they are taking that are going to be heading to the Baseball Hall of Fame are uh, Bruce Bochy's cap. Um, they're also going to take Corey Seager's helmet. Um, Adolis Garcia's game one bat, 
Josh Spores' glove, Evan Carter's batting glove, uh, gloves, uh, Marcus Simeon's Game 5 jersey after he had the big home run that just basically sealed the deal, Nathan Eovaldi, uh, they will be taking his Game 5 uh, cap and spikes, um, and also Will Smith's luggage tag. Yeah, that's weird. So that's... do you guys know why they would take Will Smith's luggage tag? I, I do. Sorry to mention this, not on the show, but earlier in the day. Paul? Uh, Will Smith has won the last three World Series. With three, with different, three teams. different teams. Yeah. 34 years old, won the 2021 World Series championship ring with the Braves, was with the Astros last year, and now joins the 2023 Rangers. So three years, three teams, three World Series wins, first time in Major League Baseball history that's ever happened so as a as a joke but also as kind of a cool note they are taking his luggage tag and putting it into the baseball hall of fame so i just thought that that was a pretty funny and a, and a pretty cool little note there and yeah i don't know when that will all go on display but a pretty neat thing and i never really thought about that but that's cool that they just go and start gathering that stuff and you yeah. know we'll put something together with it and all that so yeah you'd think the ball would be involved somewhere like at the last pitch or maybe Jonah Heim, uh his his catcher's glove because it was a strikeout. I but you um, know, they can't they can't they could collect yeah, ninety five thousand yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, I just I, there's so many things I wanted like Josh Spores. Like, what's the feeling of when you get that last out? Uh, you know, like you throw your glove on the ground. Yeah, I mean, like, the, but like, yeah. how do you the emotions that shoot through your body from I better make a good pitch and not put somebody on to holy crap, it's and, over, and I'm the one who was like I threw that pitch. It wasn't the greatest. Um, jump into the catcher's arms moment either. <laughs> it was kind of an awkward, like two white guys trying to do a cool high five. There was yeah. a lot of awkward moments, and, and like like Bruce Bochy getting sprayed right in the eye with yeah. champagne right <laughs> as they're celebrating and they're popping corks, and he like immediately gets hit like directly in the eye, and so he has to turn away from the cameras because you can tell he's in pain. Um, but but no, I mean it was it was awkward in a good way because these guys are just goofy and and. Yeah. You know, ecstatic and just probably can't believe what's going on in their lives at the moment. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you saw a lot of those emotions boiling over with, like, Marcus Simeon having finally accomplished that. He had the huge home run, obviously, after having a pretty rough playoffs and able to have the big moment. So, anyways, uh, those are going to the Hall of Fame, all those items that I mentioned. And uh, I thought that that was uh, pretty cool to check out. Meanwhile, one other baseball note, but this kind of ties a lot of things together. Uh, Max Muncy, former Baylor Bear star, uh, signing a two-year $24 million deal with the Dodgers. So Max Muncy re-ups with Los Angeles, uh, where he's he knows Corey Seager. He, yeah. he knows about World Series, and yep. he's getting a two-year $24 million deal, so good for uh, the former Baylor star. He's getting inducted this weekend, remember, into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame, too. Yeah, yeah. Good, and good for Max. Not, not a better guy in the world than Max Muncy. Just what a great dude. I, I have this question for you about Corey Seager. I think if more hitters did what Corey Seager does – Swing at the first pitch. Sw- like, if they're going to give you a first pitch fastball. Yeah, I wonder, like, sometimes why would they I do think that? they overthink it. Like, you watch, it happens all the time. And I think part of it is, like, they want pitchers to work deep in counts and, and get up their pitch count. But I would rather, like, seeing what I've seen from Corey Seager, be a guy like, if you're going to groove a fastball to me, a major league hitter, I'm going to take a swing at it. And then I think you'll see batting averages go up because – it doesn't like a hit's a hit, whether it's a home run or a single. I think you'll start to see things change. That's just my opinion. I like his. Yeah. I like his approach. That dude's incredible. I mean, he's yeah. he's a Hall of Fame baseball player if there ever was one. I mean, that dude is unfreaking believable. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's an amazing baseball player. He's already been worth, along with Simeon, the money that they signed him to get them as free agents because sometimes you overpay. You know what college he was going to go play baseball for before he turned pro with uh, joined the Dodgers? Just randomly? South Carolina. He was going to the University of South Carolina. Ended SEC. Up with the Dodgers. SEC. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, uh, he's he's a, a Texas Ranger and, uh, man, uh, now a two-time World Series champion. So he's, he's a dude. All right, elsewhere, um, we didn't get to talk about this the other day. I'm going to close with college football, but I do have a, a couple of quick NFL notes here. Um, and I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on what the commanders basically did the other day, throwing up the white flag on um, really what they've been building over the last few years, the trades of Chase Young and Montez Sweat, two of their massive draft picks along that defensive line over these past few years they've been building up. Um, they've still got some some big dudes that are, that are back there. But, um, yeah, Chase Young and going to the 49ers, Montez Sweat to the Bears. What do you think this signifies and what do you think it means? I'm pissed because I know the new ownership was supposed to like, have a lot more money and a lot more stability. The problem is they got in late. And so they were thinking about resigning Sweat. The, the Chase Young's been up for kind of in the trade discussions. He had the bad injury, missed almost all of last year. I'm pissed because again, you start all over again. Now you got a second round and a third round pick, but these were two dudes. Chase Young, one of the highest drafted players out of Ohio State, but I mean, to me, I, I don't know. I, to I, give Chase Young to the 49ers for a third round pick, it reminds me of criminal. when the. The Lakers got Paul Gasol for like candy bars. Yeah, well, what kind I mean, of candy bars? Hershey's, <laughs> yeah, Reese's. Just yeah. you know, like a trade that should never been approved. Like I know I get it. Like you know, Ch- uh, Chase Young is an impending free agent. He's got some injury history, but the so f- is what? And the, and the yeah. 49ers have a bunch of contract decisions to make in the offseason. So who knows if the? But something tells me they'll be able to figure out a way to have Bosa and Young, who are best friends, by the way, back together again. Yeah, Ohio uh, State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I think that like, if you're a fan of anybody but the 49ers, you got and they're in this funk. You're like, oh great, now they're going to get out of it by murdering all the quarterbacks. Yeah, in yeah. Washington, they're just a mess. They can't protect the quarterback. But they're they're going to end it, up like six and eleven. Like that's it. It's going to be for I, them. I think it was Andrew Brand. I saw make this point uh, today or on on the whole thing was you've got. Uh, a general manager and a and a front office that is like everybody's probably gone yeah, right? that's no, in the next year or yeah. so and then given the like walking. hey you need to we need the roster to be at this point when you guys you know at the end of the season and they have to get it there because they're trying to keep their jobs and no they may not so it's it's a weird situation for everybody in Washington right now and I don't begrudge the front office I just I just think it's kind of like well you could have maybe gotten more for Chase freaking young yeah yeah I mean but I he's I mean I think we're overrating him based yeah. on Ohio State he hasn't yeah. been Chase freaking young for a long time now yeah. now maybe they can unlock that in San Francisco but he has not lived up to his billing as like this game changing like one really good year. yeah you know freak show uh, he's he's been good, but I mean, if you're going to go hire a new coach, which they're inevitably going to do with new ownership, then you're not going to go sign up to these two guys to massive new contracts, and then the guy walks in and he doesn't even want those guys, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely a changing of the guard. They're they're preparing themselves to to make a massive change at head coach. Uh, also, former Baylor star Andrew Billings signed a new two year deal with the Chicago Bears today. So a couple of good for Andrew, uh, former Baylor folks, and he's been able to. For a guy that doesn't even really want to be there from the – you know what I mean? Like, the guy would rather be driving a tractor and uh, running a truck business or whatever, right? Um, yep. 
Never seemed like he was all in as far as the NFL. Kind of like Jermichael Hasty of like, you're good enough to, like, what a luxury of you're good enough to be in the NFL and make money, but you really don't want to be doing that. But you're smart enough to know, like, I'm not going to make money like this any other way. So I'm going to go play in the NFL for as long as I can, make money, and then I'll start my trucking business when I'm in my, my 40s. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Andrew Billings uh, with a new two-year deal with the Bears. So congratulations to him. And, and he's been able to have some longevity, which has been great to yeah, see absolutely. tonight on Prime. Titans at the Steelers at 7:15, and uh, I guess what uh, Paul the big news last week the Titans and their quarterback situation is uh, kind of taking a turn here. And um, any thoughts on Titans and Steelers later on this evening? Uh, I have uh, two Titans fans in my house right now. Uh, well, I guess three if you count uh, Amanda, but uh, my in-laws are there, and based on uh, them, they're thrilled. And look, Will Levis. Uh, kind of got dogged for like the he was the guy who fell in the draft for like weird reasons like oh we think he likes his girlfriend too much and um look how pretty he is or whatever it was yeah. like ah i mean maybe if you want to not draft him because you don't think he's right for your franchise that's fine but like that was the rumor mill guy that kind of got out of control uh there and he stepped in and his first start did really well like ryan Tannehill's you know, his career is winding down, um, you know, and he's not going to start for them, I think, for the rest of the season. They need to see what they have in Will Levis. They've got some playmakers. Uh, this could be Derrick Henry's last year. I like I like the fact that they're rolling with it. And look, the Steelers' offense is so bad right now. Might as well take a chance to kick them while they're uh, – the Steelers aren't down because I think they're 500 right now, but um, at least stuck in neutral. Yep, so that'll be coming up later on tonight. Will Levis and the Titans against uh, the Steelers, so – uh, you can check that out on uh, Amazon Prime. Meanwhile, college football got the three games on the tube later on this evening. And a big one in the Big 12 starting at 6, TCU at Texas Tech. Um, I've seen the line kind of uh, you know, waver by a point or so. But last I looked, I mean, Tech is like a couple point favorites, I think, in this one um, at home on a Thursday night. But 6 p.m. kickoff there at Jones AT&T Stadium on FS1 is where you can catch that. And the basic gist of this is um, – you know, Texas Tech needs to win this game to basically keep their bowl hopes alive. It's going it to be alive. very difficult yeah. Yeah. for them to make a bowl game if they don't win uh, this game later on tonight. And for TCU, they're in a slightly better position as far as, um, you know, the wins needed. Um, but still, they're at a spot where they've been very uh, up and down as well. And so uh, they need to uh, to win a couple more, and this would put them in a good spot to be able to do that. But Tech needs to win three more down this stretch. So that tonight is a must-win in many ways with it being a, a home game. Also, Wake Forest at Duke at 6.30 on ESPN, so a battle out of the ACC. And uh, on that note, Riley Leonard, Duke quarterback, uh, will not be playing, uh, missing an extended period of time, the latest word, with a left toe injury suffered late against Louisville. Uh, that according to an ESPN report. So true freshman Grayson Loftus will make his first start for, uh, for the Blue Devils. Uh, against the Demon Deacons, and uh, he has five total passes so far in his career. So it uh, will be interesting for one Grayson Loftus and that Duke offense uh, later on tonight. But, yeah, no Riley Leonard for that uh, battle over on ESPN and then also at 630 on ESPN2. South Alabama. Oklahoma I mean, State. You look at uh, that big win yeah. over Oklahoma State earlier this year at Troy. So that ought to be uh, interesting. Uh, 630 p.m. over on ESPN2. Uh, so, yeah, a good little triple header uh, coming up later on tonight. And uh, there are a few things off the radar. There's uh, college football to go home to tonight. The series is over. Get locked. Duke has lost to three teams ranked 10th 
or 11th, excuse me, 4th and 18th with Louisville, Florida State, Notre Dame in reverse order. RogueMediaNetwork.com.